Bible and read just a few words out of each place today. And uh, Isaiah 53, Isaiah 53, and uh, Matthew 11, 20, Luke 4, 18. And I'll give those to you again as we read them. Uh, Matthew 53, it's been said that Isaiah, probably more than any man, as far as a man can, uh, understood the sufferings of Christ upon the cross uh, because he, he wrote in such vivid detail in Isaiah 53. We're not going to read it all. Uh, we're just going to read uh, a little bit out of verse 5. Uh, verse 5, it's the words that he sung there a minute ago. Verse 5 said, But he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. Matthew 11 and verse 20, the Bible said, A bruised reed shall he not break. Matthew 12, 20, A bruised reed shall he not break. And Luke 4 and verse 18, I'm going to read the first part of the verse and drop down to the last. And the Bible said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. Thank you. Be seated. Our Father, we come to You, Lord, this morning. We thank You for, uh, Lord, being able to be here today and gather with God's people. And uh, Lord, as we come, it's good when we get together. It's good when we see each other. It's good when we fellowship. But Lord, uh, nothing is really good unless God is in the midst of it. And we pray, Lord, this morning that You'll be in the midst of us today and help us, Lord, to uh, just say a few things today as our hearts been directed, Lord, in this direction. And I pray the Lord would touch hearts and help people today. And we'll give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. There's some connecting words in the verses that I've read. It said, He was bruised. He was bruised. In Matthew 11, it said, A bruised reed he will not break. And in Luke 4 and 18, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to set at liberty them that are bruised. And so he was bruised. He will not break a bruised reed. And he has come to set at liberty them that are bruised. I bought some apples the other day. I was down at uh, the store and I bought several things, but I bought some apples and when I took them up to the counter uh, to pay for them and set them on the counter, I don't know if the cashier was having a bad day or, or uh, what was going on, maybe just uh, too much work, not enough help, but I noticed she was pretty rough with my apples and uh, she, she throwed them down and then just kind of throwed them in the bag instead of dropping them in the bag. And, and considering that she was probably having a hard day, I didn't want to make it any harder, so I didn't say anything. But when I, when I got home and unloaded stuff, and a day or so later when I went to get one of those apples, I noticed it was bruised. 
And uh, the reason it was bruised was because of the rough handling. Uh, she was handling kind of rough. And uh, a lot of people in the world this morning got a lot of bruises. And the reason they do is because they've been handled rough. They've been handled rough. world's full of people like that. i tell you something else that will cause that is when you get a bruise to get a repeated hitting on it. You ever bruise yourself and then seem like every time you turn around you're hitting that bruise again and it just can't never get better because of the repeated hitting, hitting that you're getting upon it. And then sometimes them bruises are caused by the reaction of others. Uh, some people just on purpose hit your bruise. And uh, the world's full of people like that. And uh, I want to say three things about my text today that I have read these verses. And uh, the first thing I want to say is that Jesus was bruised. We read that in the Bible. The Bible said He was bruised for our iniquities. We think about that awful night in Pilate's judgment hall and what the Lord went through and how that He was uh, slapped and hit and uh, beat upon. Uh, we think about uh, how that he must have been black and blue by the next morning. We don't realize what Christ went through for us. The Bible said that he was bruised for our iniquities, the Bible said. Jesus was bruised with words, with weapons, and within. You say, what do you mean? Well, uh, you know, there's... Uh, Three ways Jesus was bruised, and one of them was physical bruising. The Bible said Matthew twenty-seven thirty, they smote him, they hit him, they hit him, and he was physically bruised. I suppose that his face the next morning would have been just black and blue from where they had beat upon the Lord Jesus Christ. He was physically bruised. But then he was verbally bruised. The Bible said they mocked him. They made fun of him. Did you know that words can hurt? Someone said, you know, we've, we've said this many times, sticks and stones will break your bones, but words can never hurt you. That's a lie. That's a lie. And I, I think the words, I think Jesus was bruised by some words. How would you feel if someone come up to you and said, uh, uh, we wasn't born of fornication like you are. Of course, it was a lie, but still, still they were mating out like Jesus. You know, he was a lesser person because they were making out like he was born of fornication. Well, you can't help what your parents do. Amen. A lot of people in this world are are bruised. Uh, uh, they're walking around black and blue. And if somehow God would let us see the bruises upon people this morning, uh, uh, we might be a little more likely, a little more kinder. Uh, amen. You see, they said a lot of things to the Lord Jesus. We weren't born of fornication. They said, you're not yet 50 years old. You look old. 
Words can hurt. Jesus was physically bruised. Jesus was verbally bruised. And Jesus was spiritually bruised. The Bible said in Matthew 26, 38, He said, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Isaiah 53, 10 said, He made His soul an offering for our sin. Jesus was abused outside and inside. He was bruised all over. Amen. I just want you to know that I want you to know that he was bruised. You say, why? Because that lets you know he knows how you feel. He knows how it feels when people say things about you that you have no control over. He knows how it feels when people lie on you and tell things on you that ain't true. He was physically bruised, verbally bruised, and spiritually bruised, and there's a lot of people like that in the world today. But Jesus knows how you feel this morning. Amen. The Bible said He was touched by the feelings of our infirmities. I like, I like somebody that knows how it feels, don't you? Uh, don't try to tell me you know how I feel if you had not been through what I've been through. But if, if you've been through what I've been through, then you know what I feel. I don't know what Miss Leola feels this morning just giving up her husband of many years uh, and all you others, Miss Maydell back there. I don't know how they feel because uh, my wife's sitting right there this morning. I don't know how you feel, but Jesus knows how you feel. He was touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Uh, Somehow or another, even though he is never married, somehow or another he, he has experienced everything, all the feelings that you and I feel. The Bible said he was in all points tempted like us, yet without sin. The Bible said when he went to the garden of Gethsemane, over there Hebrews gives us a little insight we don't get in the Gospels. And the Bible said he offered up strong crying and tears uh, uh, there in the garden. Uh, oh, he was bruised. Uh, uh, he was bruised outwardly and inwardly and spiritually. Jesus was bruised. Uh, and I want you to know that this morning. He knows how you feel. But Matthew eleven twenty said that Jesus said, A bruised reed he will not break. Now, the first thing I said was Jesus was bruised. The second thing I want to say is Jesus won't bruise you anymore. You see, there is people out there and uh, they'll just keep on a, a bruising and a bruising and a bruising. They get a blessing out of bruising you. But Jesus was not a bruiser. He was a blesser. He didn't come to bruise us. He come to bless us, thank God. This old world, it'll bruise us up. We'll bruise ourselves up. And, and we'll fall around and bruise our own self and, and hurt our own self. But we can't never say Jesus bruised us. He wouldn't do that. You say, why? i tell you why. Uh, he'd never do that uh, because of the person he is. Uh, the Bible said that, and we, we quoted John 3.16 this morning for our memory verse. What a great verse that is. Uh, 
Thank God for John 3, 16. Uh, uh, but I tell you, I like verse 17 just as good. Uh, and verse 17, Jesus said, God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, uh, uh, but that the world through Him might be saved. Uh, in other words, Jesus did not come to bruise you. Uh, he was already bruised when He got here. He come to help you. He didn't come to hurt you. A lot of people won't come to the Lord because they're, they're afraid of the Lord, what He's going to want, what He's going to ask of them, what He's going to ask them to do. You don't have to be afraid of coming to the Lord. I'll tell you the best person there is to come to this morning is come to the Lord. Amen. He wants to help you. He's the kind of person that is full of the love of God and the goodness of God and He wants to help you this morning. I'm glad Jesus, listen, He won't bruise you. The church might, the preacher might, the deacons might, the people might, but Jesus won't bruise you anymore. I've met folks that are bruised. Uh, I don't know if Brother Mike will remember this or not. Uh, years ago up in the old building, we had a lady who's coming to church and and uh, and it, she's come, got to come in the morning and the night and we was uh, uh, going to have the Lord's Supper that night and uh, she uh, come to the altar. I preached a little bit before we took the Lord's Supper and she come to the altar and, uh, and Mike went to deal with her and she told Brother Mike, she said, I can't take the Lord's Supper. I can't get nowhere with God. And he inquisitive, I guess, found out about it and he said, why? And she said, years ago when I was a kid, she said, I accidentally took the Lord's Supper not knowing what it was, not knowing what it meant and said one of the older deacons in the church come back and he told me, he said, God won't never forgive you for what you've done tonight. Uh, and uh, you remember that, Brother Mike? And that young lady had grown up from being a child all the way uh, uh, to about 20-some years old at the time. Uh, and she carried that bruise with her all the way. Uh, uh, you see, these people's got bruises on them. People's put on them. Uh, uh, and it ain't got nothing to do with God. It ain't got no truth about it. Uh, uh, it's just some ignorant person don't know the Bible, don't know the Word of God. Uh, uh, that's all it is. Uh, uh, Jesus didn't come to bruise you. He come to help you. He come to help you. He won't bruise you because of the kind of person that He is. I'm thinking this morning about people in the Bible that were so bruised. I'm thinking about that lady that was taken in adultery. I was reading that again this morning and it said early in the morning Jesus, uh, He was down at the temple and the Bible said these Pharisees come bringing this woman. You see it was early. They couldn't wait. They couldn't wait to get her there. They couldn't wait to, uh, to stone her. There's people that can't wait to throw a stone your way. Uh, they come down there. They brought this poor woman. Uh, oh, I know she'd done wrong, no doubt. 
Uh, no doubt she actually was taken in adultery. No doubt she may have been of that kind of persuasion. Uh, uh, but you see, Jesus saw something they didn't see. Uh, uh, Jesus didn't see a woman taken in adultery. Jesus saw a woman uh, uh, that was black and blue and had been beat upon and bruised all over uh, and uh, the Bible said uh, uh, Jesus wouldn't cast a stone at her. Why? Well, she's already condemned. Amen. Uh, he didn't come to condemn. He come to save. Uh, uh, he wasn't going to throw no stones at her. Amen. Uh, I'll tell you, I've been guilty. You've been guilty of picking up stones and throwing them at people. Uh, uh, but Jesus ain't never been guilty of that. Uh, uh, he did not come to bruise people. He come to bless people that were already bruised. Uh, amen. They brought her in. and she, I, I can just see her in my mind's eye. And she brought her in, no doubt, just throwed her down there on the floor. And they said this woman was taken in the act of adultery. Moses' law said she ought to be stoned. She ought to die. Jesus he stooped down riding, the Bible said. And the Bible said he acted like he, he didn't hear them, but really he did. And Jesus, Jesus told that woman, He said, woman, He said, ye that are without sin, He said, you cast the first stone. Don't think they wasn't ready. But you see, it was what He said. He said, ye that are without sin, you cast the first stone in the Bible said one by one they went out being convicted. Amen. Being convicted in their heart. Being convicted in their mind. Uh, and when they were all gone out, uh, uh, there Jesus is. There's a pile of stones. I don't know how many there were, uh, but everyone no doubt had a couple of stones in there. They dropped them. They're all laying there, no doubt. And Jesus has access to the stones. Uh, but Jesus said, Woman, where are thy accusers? Uh, she said, I, there, I have none, Lord. Uh, he said, Neither do I condemn thee. Go thy way uh, and sin no more. You say what you're saying. Uh, he said, I'm not going to bruise you anymore. You're already bruised up. Uh, but I want to help you, amen. Uh, well, this whole world you and I are living in, uh, uh, there's so many people walking around black and blue. And, and beat to death and bruised up and down. Amen. Uh, and uh, they don't need a church to bruise them more. Uh, they don't need a preacher to bruise them more. Uh, uh, they need to be told about Jesus. Amen. Uh, uh, he helps people with bruises. Uh, I'm thinking about that woman. Jesus went to the whale there to see. Uh, the Bible said she'd had five husbands. And the one she's living with now wasn't her own. Jesus wasn't going to bruise her no more. He wasn't going to put any more on her than what she already had on her. Jesus was wanting to help her, amen. You see, He won't bruise you any more than what she already bruised. Matthew said, a bruised reed will he not break. We're probably more familiar with a, what we'd call a cattail. You've seen them out in the pond when you're out there fishing and a bird or something has, has landed on them and bent them and, and bruised them. And it wouldn't take much, just a little touch and it'd fall on over all the way. 
Well, that's the way Jesus sees people. He sees them like a, a reed that's been bruised. They're about ready to fall over. Wouldn't take much to push them all over. He didn't come to push them over. He said, a bruised reed I will not break. Now that tells me he's gentle. I like to say right there, gentle Jesus. He is so gentle in his handling and dealing with people. Uh, he got rough with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the rulers of the synagogues, but when he was dealing with those sinners, he's gentle Jesus. Amen. His person wouldn't allow him to do it. Now, Jesus said these words, Matthew 9 12. He said, They that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick, referring to himself as the physician. Jesus as a person would not bruise you anymore. Jesus as a physician would not bruise you anymore. It'd be like going to the doctor and you've got a you've got a gash in your arm. It'd be like the doctor gashing it open a little bit more. It'd be like you going to the doctor and, and you got a knot on your head and him hits you and make the knot bigger. A physician wouldn't do that. Jesus is the great physician. He did not come to make your knot bigger, to make your bruise bigger. He did not come to beat upon you. He came to bless you this morning uh, and to help you. You see, he's a physician. You know, the Bible said, Jeremiah said, Jeremiah 8 and 22, Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? I'm glad there's somebody that can help us with life's bruises. I'm talking to some folks this morning, and probably in a crowd this size. There's probably people that once was young and now they're old at least older than they were when they was young. And they got mishandled as a young person. It's happening all the time now. This, this social media, this easy ag- access to pornography and all like that, I have no way of knowing, but I would say that child molestation, I would say that rape, and incest and all that stuff has probably doubled since the coming out of social media and all the stuff we have today. Our churches, we don't think they're there, but they're there. You say, well, they don't say anything. No, they're bruised. They're bruised. They shy away. And every time somebody mentions it, it's like it gets hit again. Amen. There's people that have been bruised. Church people, preachers' wives, preachers that have been bruised because of the harsh, hurtful words that somebody else has said. Amen. But Jeremiah said, Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? I'm glad Jesus knows what to apply to make it better, aren't you? I'm glad Jesus has got access to what we need to make that bruise heal up and to make that bruise feel better. 
Uh, you be careful and I need to be careful and you need to be careful about the harsh words we might throw at another. You say, why? Because it might bruise them, especially these young people. Amen. Uh, uh, we don't want to bruise them anymore. They're already bruised. Uh, there's women. You know, their husbands beat them black and blue and I've never understood it. Maybe they're afraid to leave them. But they won't... Uh, they won't uh, a lot of times uh, even file charges when an officer's called and, uh, and yet they're black and blue all over. They're bruised. A lot of people like that today in the world. Just so many ways that people get bruised. But Jesus, He was bruised. He knows how you feel this morning. You see a lot of people walk around from the cradle all the way to the grave carrying that bruise. Amen. They'll think it's over until somebody bumps up against it again. They'll think it's gone until some action, some word uh, uh, revives it all up again. Uh, We've all been hurt. Some way or another if we've been in this world very long. But the point I'm trying to stress this morning, it ain't Jesus that done it. And He won't bruise you anymore. If you get bruised more, it's not the Lord doing it. Because He don't come to do that. Jesus was bruised. Jesus won't bruise you anymore. But I want to say this, Jesus, the Bible said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to set at liberty them that are bruised. Jesus will set at liberty them that are bruised. We have a story in the Bible that says just that. You know it as the Good Samaritan. In Luke's Gospel, chapter 10 and verse 30 The Bible said, Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Here was a man that the world had beat upon him. The world had stripped him. The world had wounded him. Don't you guess he is black and blue? Don't you guess he had bruises from the top of his head to the soles of his feet? And the Bible said by chance. He didn't come because he wanted to come. He just happed upon him. There ain't too many people that come to help you in this old world. No, certainly not like this man. The Bible said that a certain priest went that way and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. That's what the world does. Uh, Even if they see you wounded, even if they see you bruised, they go on the other side. They don't don't want to know none of your trouble. They don't want to get tied up with you. That's the way the world does. Even the religious world. He said likewise a Levite when he was at the place came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. The world just likes to look at your bruises. The world just likes to see you laying down there. And they, they didn't hurt him any, but they didn't help him any. 
But then the Bible said Jesus came. In verse number 33, and a certain Samaritan who is a type of the Lord, it said he journeyed and came where he was. He meant to come there. He meant to be there. He came to where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds and poured in oil and wine and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said to him, Take care of him and whatsoever thou spendest more when I come, I will repay thee. That's what the Lord will do. That's a picture of the Lord there in that story. The Lord will come where you are. Aren't you glad He come to where you are? Aren't you glad He left the land of no bruises, no pain, no sorrow, no sickness, and He came down here to this world where they bruised Him? But He came because of you, my friend. He came because of me, thank God. You see that apple I talked about in my introduction? There's no hope for that apple. Now that bruise on that apple can't be healed. It can't be brought back. But I'm glad it ain't that way with human beings. I'm glad bruises can be healed. Thank God. I'm glad Jesus is able to set them at liberty. Amen. He came to where He was. He had compassion. He bound up His wounds. Let me illustrate it this way. You probably had this experience if you lived out in the country or even in town back years ago. One morning you go, you go outside to, to throw out the scraps. You look, and there's an old mangy stray dog standing over there. You can count every rib down his side. He's got places of hair missing, maybe where he's been shot at. And maybe where he's been throwed rocks at. Get out of here. Get out of the yard. Get out of here. Get away from here. Uh, he's been run off. And, and if they got close enough, they kicked him. And they may have shot at him. That old stray dog. You see it out there. some reason or another, your heart gets touched for him. You get down there and put your scraps out. Come on, boy. Come on. But he ain't coming. He's been kicked too much. He ain't coming them stones they throw at him hurt. He ain't coming. He don't trust nobody. He ain't coming. He's been hurt bad. And even those he thought he could trust, he found out he couldn't trust them. He ain't coming. But the next morning you go out there again, Brother Marshall. There he is. And you put it out again. Come on, boy. Come on. Come on. He lingers a little longer. He moves a step or two closer, but he ain't coming. You say, why? He's bruised. He's been shot at. He's had rocks thrown at him. He's been chased away. About about a week or two weeks of that, you go out there one morning. He's still hanging around. You put that out there and you say, "Come on, boy, come 
Come on, go ahead. I ain't going to hurt you. Come on. Come on. That old dog, he eases up there. And you, you can tell he's very timid, very shy. He eases up there, but after a few more days, he, he gets there and you're able to lay your hand on his head. You're able to pat him a little bit. You're able to bring him in. That's the way the Lord did. We didn't want to come the first time he called. We was afraid of him. We didn't know if we could trust him or not. And he kept on saying, come on. Come unto me. Come on. Come on. The more you heard about him, the more you you seen his love, you seen he didn't come to hurt you, he come to help One day he just gets close and he just sweeps you up in his arms. He just puts that bomb of Gilead over your bruises and over your body. And now, now, you're like Mary Magdalene. She had seven devils. She was bruised. The Bible said them devils would often throw them down and Cast them in the fire, what they'd done to that boy. They'd do the same thing to that woman. She's been mishandled by a lot of men. Got seven devils. Been kicked around the pallet of post. One day Jesus sees her. Come on. Come on. She comes to the Lord. See, the Lord can set at liberty them that are bruised. She didn't think she could ever do anything, seven devils. It's like that woman with five husbands. She didn't think she could ever do anything. She's bruised. She's got five bruises all over and living with a man that ain't her own husband. It's like that woman taking in adultery. She thought she was going to die that day. She didn't think she could ever do nothing for the Lord. <laughs> But I'm glad that He come to set at liberty them that are bruised. And that woman, that woman that thought she could never do nothing, she went in and said, Come and see a man told me all things. Is not this the Christ? That adulterous woman thought she couldn't do anything else. She could go her way and sin no more. Uh, she had the Lord now. She could leave feeling at peace with the Lord. Feeling like God loved her. Mary Magdalene. She didn't feel like she was worth nothing. While she was here this morning, she'd be sitting off in a corner somewhere. You can, you can tell people it's been bruised and kicked around and hurt. Because they stay off to their self you say why they do that they don't want to get hurt again they don't want to get kicked again they don't want to get bruised again they sit off to their self you ought to look for people that's bruised and you ought to go to them and try to help them when nobody else will help them everybody else is kicking them and hitting them you ought to make a ministry of finding people that's been bruised Mary Magdalene, 
she didn't think she'd ever fit in with the women down at church. Oh no, she had seven devils. She would never fit in down there with them church ladies. But Jesus came to set at liberty them that are bruised. Jesus took a Mary Magdalene. He set her at liberty and you look down there at the cross and there she is down there with the other Marys right in the middle of them. Jesus set her at liberty. Look at her there on that first Easter morning. She runs down there to the tomb. Why? She didn't think she'd ever be worthy to say anything about God or to do anything for God. But she's the first one down there at the tomb. You say why? She ain't forgetting that one that brought her in when everybody else was stoning her and kicking her and lying on her. She, she knows who loved her. Oh yes, her sins were many! But didn't our Lord say, to whom much is forgiven, they love much. I, I would never do anything to tell somebody to live a life of sin Stay out of sin, young people. You don't have to sin to have a great testimony. You don't have to sin to be used of God. But by the same token, I want to say, if you have sinned, if you have been out there farther than the far country, God can help you this morning. He can set you at liberty this morning. And I see Mary Magdalene down there early that morning. And guess what? The Lord set her at liberty. The one that thought she could never do nothing for God, she's the one telling the first story. He's not here! He's, he's arisen! He's not here! The tomb's empty! She's the one the Lord sends to run and tell the disciples Jesus is alive! Oh, listen... I love, I love that Scripture. The Bible said He came to set at liberty them that are bruised. She had seven devils, but yet she winds up down at the cross. She brings the good news of Jesus. Lord, take care of you. The Bible said He bound up His wounds. You ever had the Lord to bind up your wounds? Pour on to all of His Word and all of His Spirit. Jesus will take care of you. And the Bible said, Jesus said about that man, He said He took him and put him on His own beast and brought him to an end. I tell you, this morning, I've been saved a number of years now. I won't tell you Jesus will take care of you. You don't pastor a church for 40 some years and not get bruised and banged and beat up. But I'm glad that Jesus can take care of the bruise. I'm glad that you don't have to carry that old bruise around all your life. Be mad at somebody all your life. Be hurt at somebody all your life. No, there is a bomb in Gilead. There is a God uh, uh, that's able to set the captive free. Uh, put a forgiveness down deep. 
within your heart and where that bruise was be gone be gone in places there when the Lord comes and puts that bomb on there it looks just like it never had been there before amen Jesus was bruised he knows how you feel don't stay mad at God don't get out of church and say, I'm not going back. I got hurt over there. No, Jesus knows how you feel. He got hurt too. He got hurt a lot more than you got hurt. But Jesus is not the one that kicks you or throws stones at you. He's not a stone thrower. He's a cross climber. He's a roll of stone away type guy. He won't throw the stone at you. He'll, he'll roll the stone away. Right. Amen. Jesus will set at liberty if you're bruised. There's so many people, more than I know, that because of something that happened in your childhood that you had no, no way of stopping it, you had no control over it, and you've been bruised, all since your childhood, you're still bruised this morning. Jesus can set you at liberty from that. Amen. You see, when He casts your sins in the sea of forgiveness to remember them no more with you, them bruises go with it. Amen. They go with it. Brother David, come. If you're here this morning, the Lord spoke to your heart in some way. I pray you'll come as Brother David sings this song. Listen to the words of it. If you're here today and you're not saved, Jesus loves you. He died for you. Amen. He wants to save you today, today, as we stand. Lord.